It's your girl, Ash, your favorite stylist, educator, and motivator. Here to listen to and guide you through your circumstances. I believe that the answers to all of our questions are deep inside of us. Sometimes we just need a different perspective to help us see the big picture. Remember, the glass that's half empty is also half full. You have the power. I'm here to assist. Welcome to Ask Me Anything. Let's get started with today's show. Hello, hello, peace and blessings. It's your girl, Ash, your favorite stylist, educator, and motivator. And this is another episode of Ash Me Anything. I have one of the best guests I'm sure that you guys are going to enjoy. In just a few minutes, I'm going to let my guest introduce himself, tell us where we can find him, let us know what he does. But right now, I just got to let y'all listen to something real quick because I don't know if y'all really ready for today. Like, I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. 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 Really? I don't know if y'all ready for today, but let's check this out, okay? Upon its release in 1981. But for a while, it seemed no one would play the title song. The gospel stations would not play. The song you bought the sunshine because it had a reggae beat. Uh, Nobody had ever. What? That was drama. Okay. I don't know why I didn't want to come on, but uh, y'all, we're going to be talking about the Clark Sisters and we'll find that song and play it um, in a minute. Special guest, tell me your name. Tell us where we can find you. Tell us what's up. Tell us about your life. <laughs> yes. Yes. What's up, Ashley? How you doing? I am well. I am well. That is great. Yes. Well, my name is Lamont Lewis. Um, you know, you can find me on my Instagram, Tremendous Mod, if you want to uh, look me up. Um, I work for uh, the pharmacy, doing some pharmaceutical work. Okay. Uh, for, for Wegmans, you know, just an um, essential worker out here trying to uh, help the world out, you know. Yes. And, um, I've been um, singing in the community, in Rochester community, especially for at least 20 years. Me and um, Ash used to sing, what, about 15? Almost yes. 20 years ago, together. Ooh. Back in the day. Yeah, good time. It was so, definitely right before I had Miracle, and he's 17. He's about to be 18, actually, so it's been yep, about so, almost 17 years. Yeah, and Miracle, actually, when I joined, Miracle wasn't even born yet. So Yeah. Yeah, yep. so that's, that's going back <laughs> almost 20 years ago. So, Woo! Yeah, so. Yep, so that's just a little bit about me. So Okay. Listen, so y'all <laughs> today nobody even asked me anything. I just gotta let y'all know that I watched the movie The Clark Sisters and we had to talk about it. But you guys, as always, on the Ask Me Anything show, get a different perspective in life, get a different perspective and a different look at things. We are going to dive into this movie. Yes. Lamont, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> first of all tell me who's your favorite sister if, if you have one my favorite sister is twinkie clark it's my twinkie favorite sister clark. okay clark and tell us why she's your favorite sister. well you know what twinkie when i was uh coming up i uh my uncle was a big fan of the clark sisters so ever since i was a child i knew who they were he was a singer um a well-known singer so 
I used to want to play the piano when I was young. And I used to just, uh, when he used to play her, or we used to watch her videos, she was always in the front. She was always the one um, leading the girls. She was always the one playing. And back in those days, she was the main lead back then before, you know, as she got older now and had some health issues. But she was the main right. lead. And uh, I would read the uh, CD jackets. But back then, it was the tape jackets. And I used to read the set right. jackets. Tape. And she was the writer of everything. She wrote and composed everything. So she was just a great inspiration to me. And I just thought, like, you know, she was just a genius. <clears throat> So I'm going to say that this movie, honestly, um, did me like Nipsey, Hups, N- Nipsey mm-hmm. Hussle. So, you know, his death brought upon me looking yep. him up and stuff like that because I had no idea. Not, I worked at a barbershop and there was a guy that used to play him mm-hmm. all the time. And I would be like, oh, who is that? He'd be like, Nip. But it was never nothing where I would, you right. know, like where I was sitting and listening right. to the words. So I can honestly say... I didn't know much about him right. before his death. Same with this movie. I didn't know much about the mm-hmm. Clark sisters. I knew who right. they were. I knew, you know, but I was Baptist. Right. So Kojic and stuff kind of wasn't my And I was Baptist I, too, though. You know, became a... Yeah, be, but be, but see, your uncles had it. My dad is a deacon. Old, and my dad is seventy-seven. So we're talking about C. Right, Cook. Right. We're talking about yeah. you know what I mean. The Soul Stirs yeah. and Lee Williams. I knew nothing about the right. Clark sisters. I mean, right. you know, it took me a while to even figure out like who a lot of these people were because I I was very right. quartet right. old school, you know, groups mm-hmm. like that. So. Um, in watching this movie, it made me want to dive in. It made me really want to be like, oh, let me look them up. Let me look up their mom. Let me see how these people acted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of like that yep. whole thing. So for me, my favorite was, of course, Nisi. Because <laughs> Nisi was the rebel. Yeah. Okay. Nisi is me on any day. She's the rebel. But I can respect yeah. it because I also listened to right. her interviews. Um, this morning I listened to mm-hmm. her interviews on a, on another um guy's site, and uh, you know he he I was glad that he brought her on so she could tell her right. side of the story because I did from the movie right. I wanted more I wanted to know more because it was kind of like she the sister that had all the kids that did what she wanted to do and uh, nope and there's nothing else right, from her right, you know yeah. what I mean so that part was kind of like a little crazy to me what was your favorite part in uh, the movie? my favorite part in the movie I oh I had many favorite parts um i love um who i'm trying to think what's my direct favorite part um okay i love when maddie was talking to twinkie letting her know that she can take over the group you know giving her full reins of the group since she wrote everything she rehearsed everything and she had a good relationship by that time with her sister Nisi. Um, You can tell that the way her mother brought her up and the way Nisi was doing some things of her own, they was kind of clashing. But Nisi, uh, but Twinkie was able to have that communication with her sister. Like, look, I understand it. I get you, you know? So I thought that was a good part. Twinkie was able to treat her like a sister. I mean, when you think about it, her mom had to be a mom. So it's like, I'm not going to play with you. I'm not one of your little friends. You feel me? It's like, I got to be your mom. And now one thing I did like about the mom, although I feel like the whole family needs therapy, you know, as most of our families do, you know what I mean? But I, 
I understand when I watched it the first time and then I watched it again. And so sitting and picking apart every part and actually just like diving mm-hmm. into it and actually going to YouTube and, you know, reading articles and picking mm-hmm. up on the stories. I understand the mom's stance in I'm trying to do something and this is the only yeah. thing I know how to yeah. do. She wasn't trying to be mm-hmm. me, but you know, and you can tell that she loved her girls and you can tell that she was trying to do everything for mm-hmm. her girls, even when she went to the board and said, I'm sorry. Even when she went, you know, even when she was like, you know, sitting there and they were signing and she's like, why do you hate me so much? It's like, I don't yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Because there's been times as a mom where I feel like, yo, you you clearly can't like me because you right. keep getting yeah. trouble. Yeah, you understand. know what I mean? I would feel like that with my son. And it's like, why do you keep doing it? But the thing about it is as a parent, we're doing something one way, and sometimes we do forget to listen to That's what true. our kids are saying. And I think that that was the only flaw that her mom had. It's like, you want to tell me your way, but you're also yeah. not listening to me and hearing my side or what yeah. I feel because there was nothing wrong with what she felt. It's just that maybe they could have had a conversation and maybe it could have been like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Cool. You want to get out there and do that? Cool. And when when you're ready, maybe you can come back. Right. Or maybe you can't. But instead of listening to her and being a mom to her, you know what I mean? She kind of was just the boss. And and we seen that yeah. even with Twinkie. Towards the end, Twinkie said, I, you need me too, but I need you yeah. as my mom. I've only been a musician yeah. to you. And that's not fair. And so, you know, I know the mom was somewhat of a broken heart i know she felt like she did all that yeah. she could you know the best way yeah. she knew how but at the same time it was like i get it from the oh other yeah stance i get it where you know being a being a kid is like yo you're yeah. not listening she got rid of her husband you never wanted to listen she got rid of her husband uh-huh. you know for her girls yeah you know. So her, even with her getting rid of her husband, think about yeah. the time. That lady died in right. 1994. So when I looked at some of the old videos on YouTube, it was like 1962, 19, yeah. you know, divorce yeah, was a uh-uh. Exactly. So her love, the way she showed her love to her girls was I'm going to give them something that that will last them a lifetime yeah. and a legacy. I'm probably going to be hired, but it's like you'll say yeah. later type deal. And that's what I think that she was portraying, although it doesn't feel that's good true. going through it. They are, uh, you cannot deny the fact that your mommy said Yep, that's what? right. They're all millionaires. And it's because of her, really. <clears throat> and for her fight, she's a woman. Back then, her husband is all mad and embarrassing a wimp. I seen, uh, what's his name? Kev on stage was like, oh, her husband was, oh, you didn't come to my prayer breakfast. And I felt like that too. Like, bruh, like, pick up your pants. Yeah. Like, relax. You know what I'm saying? But I understand that, you know, in that time, it's kind of like, I need to right. be the one on top. And you kind of right. need to be up under me. So why aren't you up under me? Why are you the one on top? I don't know right. how to handle this. Because when I go to these prayer breakfasts by myself, I'm sure other men was probably at him. Where's, like, well, where's your wife? Where's your wife? Oh, she's doing her own thing. Oh, yeah. she don't listen to you. Oh, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm, that's what I got from his embarrassment because he said yeah. you embarrassed me. He didn't say I'm mad at you. He said you embarrassed me by not being there. Do I think she could have taken some time to try to balance her husband in yeah. some things? Yes. Because at the end of the day, you yeah. still had you a still responsibility. Was 
to him. Yeah. You, you was a wife and you were a first lady. And that's what he said. Being a first lady is blah, blah, blah. But I can also respect her stance where I, I hate that it took for her to get beat for her to leave. But I feel like she probably should have sat down and been like, you know what? This is what I really want to do. And I'm not going to be able to do this with my husband. So I feel like the divorce kind of should have came a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like she should have just told him, like, you know what? Find you somebody that's gonna be able to be there with you because I love you so much. I'm gonna have to love you enough to let you go so that you can go do your thing and I can go do mine because this is this is my call. Yeah. This is what's in me, and it's clearly not gonna yeah. work with the And if you, what do you well, what, do you what I feel about that, about that is um, their history. When I looked them up, you know, because I've known about them too, but then like this movie made me like dig in a little more and see, Dive you know, in. like uh-huh. they her. They was married Indeed. for maybe about 12 years, perhaps. Maybe about, uh, yeah, about 12 years. Now, she um, was already a musician in her own right. She was a musician at the church. Now, he knew that she had this gift. But if you look at the movie, you saw when the congregation was happy that the girls were singing and that they sounded good, he wasn't pleased with it because he seen where it was going. He didn't really want them to sing. Mm-hmm. And by about time the 70s came, she had had three gold records, which is 500,000 copies of albums, physical back then. Mm-hmm. She had to hide her accomplishments mm-hmm. up under her bed so he wouldn't feel less of a man. You know, she was already mm-hmm. accomplished. Um, she started three parts in the choir, soprano, alto, and tenor. Before her, there was the choir was singing in unison, like a top and bottom. She was the first person to split the choirs mm-hmm. in three. Um, and mm-hmm. I just feel like he was jealous about it. You know, um, being a man, it probably made him not feel like he was ahead of his household. You know, she was so accomplished. And I just feel like they should have, she could have sat down with him and just said, like, and maybe she did. You know, like I said, the movie don't show everything. Yeah. You know, yeah, the movie don't, don't show everything, don't. but in those days, it just wasn't the man. The man was on top and the woman really needed to be. Um, how can I say it? The women really needed to give in to what the husband was saying. And she wasn't doing that. No, she wasn't. And I, I it's so it's so crazy because I'm like, yo, if she was living mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like to me, she's somebody that I would want to put on my wall as women that I yeah. aspire to be like. You know what I mean? As far as the ambition, yeah. as far as the you know, not the not the being yeah. mean and all of that, but that ambition, mm-hmm. that force that she to me it's like she had that. You know when they say that yep. fire shut up in your bones, right? She knew for sure. It's like when she went to sleep, when she woke up, she waking these girls up out their bed because she seen yeah. the dream. She seen it. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel it. Like, I know that if y'all keep practicing and I can get y'all on one voice and I can get y'all to do this and I can get y'all to live right and I can get I know where y'all could be. And it it caused issues because at the same time, I also feel like she had no type of um, self-care or at least they didn't show it. I mean, she was a bad woman. I mean, I was looking at some of her outfits dressed to a T, but I mean, internally, I mean, you know, it was kind of like, we, I, I, I'm praying and we got church and then I'm preaching so I'm studying and then I'm, I gotta be a wife and I gotta be a mom of these six kids and this so it was kind of like when did she have time for herself you know I would have liked right. to see what some of that like what herself. did she do it was obvious that it was obvious that she kept 
up with herself right. on the outside. But when her health started going, I'm like, oh, I see now that she clearly was not keeping up yep. with herself the way she needed to because, you know, it could have been a little different. It could have been like, you know what, girls? Let's all go out. Yep. Let's work out. Let's all go. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's eat healthy. You know, they were so happy yep. to get fried chicken. And she wasn't and, a heavy you know woman what I mean? to say like, either. You know, she wasn't a, she wasn't a heavy woman. She wasn't. Um, she wasn't, but her health, but that's the, that's, those are the myths. Yep, we think because yep. somebody's big, they're unhealthy. And we think because somebody's smart the and healthy, and that's not the case. Because when I was a size zero, I knew plenty of big women that could outrun me because they yeah. were healthy. Mm -hmm. They were doing this constantly. And here I am, skinny as a yeah. pole, but I was stiff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I understand that. Um, I just would have liked to see, you know, a little more of that. But it just goes to show that there's sometimes we we lose yeah. sight um, or or we're so yeah. tunnel vision yeah. in the goal that we forget to balance. And that's why I always say that a guy's yeah. life is a balanced life, because although they have all this fortune and fame, I think about uh, the, the song Kurt Franklin got yeah. silver and gold. You know, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. So it's kind of like, yo, they they had all of this fortune, all of this fame, all of this stuff, but they yeah. were left with trauma. They were left it with was. things to deal with. They were left with, I mean, look at how Twinkie went and got married. I mean, according to the movie, I don't know the timeline, but she went and got married. She never called yeah. her mom before she died. So now she's all sad. And, yeah. and this was her road dog for all of them years. And so it was like all of those little yeah. hearts were so sad. But back to my girl, I... You, you, you love you some Nisi, huh? I can't believe what happened at the funeral. I could, I was like, whoa, because I'm sorry. I don't know. You know, we don't know all of the story and all of that. And like I said, I heard her, her part today, but, um, just because she wanted to go do what she wanted, I feel like they kind of felt like she was an embarrassment. So it was a problem yeah. for me that they didn't have her right there. You know what I'm saying? Like I have siblings. I had eight, I had eight siblings. My brother died. And even when he passed, we had, you know, not issues, but one of my brothers didn't come to the funeral. You feel me? Like, yeah, we yeah. had that going on. And it was kind of like, yo, like, I've been in this place before, but we never not invited them. Right. We, we're saying, yeah. hey, this is what happened. These are the colors we're wearing. This is where it, it's going to be at. This is what we're going to do. If you're uh -huh. available, come on down. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you don't want to come, we're not going to stop you. Neither do your own thing. But we don't want it to be like, oh, they never even told me. Exactly. Exactly. We are never make anybody in the family, no matter how distant they are, we're never going to make them feel like you don't belong in the family, mm -hmm. especially when you got the same mom and dad. You know what I'm saying? But it, but it, but even if you just had the same mom, yeah. it, it shouldn't matter. Or you the know, same you dad. Do that. We were, if we brothers or the same period, because like I seen a comment earlier on on um YouTube and they were saying like since when did the black family start doing half siblings? Because we didn't. No, we never did. It was that. like never. that's my brother, that's my sister. Didn't matter. We who never they came did from. that. And some outside kids be in the house. Feel me? Yeah. Like, yep. We never did that. It we was never... always brother and sister. So that to me was kind of like whoa. And I, I honestly, it made me look at the Clark sisters kind of left. You know, with a with a cock eye because it's like, yo, I feel her. So when she's telling her side, and I'm hearing this live interview, and this lady is 65 now, and she's talking about, I ain't really never 
I haven't talked to them since my mom's funeral and then our dad died and they already put him in the ground before I can even reach town. To me, that's a problem. Yeah. To me, that's yeah, that a problem. Is a problem. Like, because that is no, a matter problem. How, no matter how she, how saved or unsaved she was in y'all eyes, y'all are not God and God still gave you this family. Yep. And, you know, I did, I, I listened to those interviews and, you know, um, it's just a lot of unresolved issues that they have to, you know, they, that, like any family, have to work out. Um, before that interview came out that she talked about last summer, she, they had already recorded the movie. Mm-hmm. So, in the movie, you know, as soon as it come on, Denise is making fun of Jackie for not being a clerk by the dad. Right. And Jackie came from Maddie's first husband. You know, she's the oldest child. She came from the first marriage. And Denise was making fun of her for pretty much telling her, like, oh, you know, I'm the first Clark. You know, uh, you know, you don't have no say-so over me. But that's still her big sister. Now, when the interview came on last summer, if you listen to it, she's still saying the same thing 40 years later. Like, oh, I'm the first Clark. Mm-hmm. And, and Jackie is not a Clark. She's a column. Mm-hmm. And I think that's wrong. That makes that that makes people feel bad, you yes. know. Um, and that and and I think that, which is the mom fought a little bit. She put Jackie being the oldest. She put her in charge. And I think that all the sisters really followed behind Jackie. So Jackie and Denise' relationship kind of made the other sisters look at her some kind of way. Yes, and even with um. Even with, so when I listened to the interview, she was saying that um, her thing was the deceit. I can feel mm. her on that. Because see, one thing we do as as a people, even learning in church and stuff, is we deceive like nobody's mm-hmm. business because we're trying to we hide secrets. But secrets make you sick. And there's no way mm. that you can really now now trust me there's a there's a thin line between you're telling somebody's business and i'm telling my truth yeah feel me there's a thin line so a lot of people are going to look at her and say oh she dead wrong for saying that or she dead wrong for blah 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 you know what i'm saying but she's telling her truth i can only tell you my side of the story i can only tell you how what mom and them did made me feel like i can only tell you that they haven't reached out to me now on the flip side, the sisters could be like, well, I ain't want to call her because I ain't want to argue with her because she confrontational. That could very well be true. But all we know is what, you know, she's saying and what she has told us. And so to me, it's like I'm thankful for getting that information to, to kind of really get a full picture. But her thing was I, I'm not trying to put my sisters down or make them look bad in any light, but I'm also not gonna get up there and sing with y'all when we hashed out some things i'm also not gonna get up there and sing with y'all when y'all want to be phony not that your relationship may not be real but there are some other things we got to work on 